tell me why you've signed the declaration because as I understand it, and I could be wrong, but as I understand it, you as a lawyer, as a criminal lawyer or a criminal lawyers in general, essentially work on a sort of taxi rank system. Things come along, cases come along. If you've got to prosecute something, you take it. If you've got to defend something, you take it. I mean, why, why are you refusing or, or saying that you won't prosecute climate activists? What's your reasoning behind it? So just to clarify, I am actually not a criminal lawyer. I am a, an employed barrister. I do civil work. And one thing that really does need to come across uh, in this debate is that uh, the vast, vast majority of lawyers are solicitors. They have no cab rank rule. They can freely pick and choose their clients. And so they can choose to do work or not do work. And in particular, as you as you mentioned, uh, what we want them not to do is uh, fossil fuel work. Uh, so that is uh, one thing that I really do need to underline. Okay. Uh, now, second thing, um, why are we saying that um, people shouldn't be uh, taking work against climate um, activists? So it's not just prosecution. Technically, um, we're saying we will take no action against climate protesters exercising their peaceful right to democratic protest um, and it's all action so that's that's injunctions as well as uh, prosecutions so it's a bit broader I'm, I'm a sort of civil law lawyer mm -hmm. not a criminal law lawyer mm -hmm. but yes uh, going back to your point on the cab rank rule there is a rule indeed that um, for barristers that tiny tiny proportion of the profession uh, they should take the first uh, case that comes along and we're essentially saying that um, in this limited case um, essentially, the climate emergency is so serious uh, that we're going to, in this limited case, break that rule and we're going to refer ourselves to the Bar Council um, as, as a result, sorry, the Bar Standards Board, uh, which is our regulator. What do you think they'll do? That's a very good question. Um, it, it could be anything between... Um, investigating it and fining us um, investigating it and referring it to their internal tribunal uh, frankly and i have looked uh, there have been no cases that i can see reported um, on individuals who've broken the cab rank rule and uh, have been actually referred to the bar council and disciplined for it uh, so we're, we're in a sense breaking new ground here um, I should also say, um, although we're, we're talking in quite loose terms about this this cab rank rule, to get into the weeds about it, uh, technically speaking, we're not actually being offered instructions. There's a different part of the code which says we shouldn't be refusing work if a client or their beliefs is objectionable to us. So what, else? what we're saying is fossil fuel companies uh, are objectionable to us and action against peaceful protesters is objectionable to us. So Monica, who else wouldn't you represent? Because you're an employment lawyer. You um, presumably have represented people who've lost cases, for example, uh, against bullying. So in law, they're a bully. Uh, in law, they have broken um, employment law, they have treated people badly, and so on, but you represent them. Well, I, I, I think all of us would underline that um, what we're doing is absolutely exceptional in the light of the climate emergency. So this is not the start of... Uh, you know, breaking the cab rank rule as but, a whole, but, but, so, picking so, and choosing, and I, that's I, I, why I just we're self-referring ourselves. I just want to understand, so you'll represent someone who's a bully, but you won't represent someone who stops an ambulance getting through and someone getting to hospital? 
well what we're saying is that you know we 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 are we are making an exception for these fossil fuel companies because really they're causing the destruction of the planet and all life isn't isn't uh, bullying a bad thing as well it. should you represent bullies well, we, we, we believe in the, the interest of justice and the rule of law, and we, we feel that the climate emergency poses a, a, an actual risk to the rule of law. You know, we're looking at a century in which uh, we may have uh, the breakdown of, of, of civil society, millions of climate refugees, uh, absolute, um, you know, heat waves, floods, and so on, which poses a threat to the rule of law. I, I'm, so I'm, sure, I'm is, sure that's very important. But I'm just saying that you'll represent people who then turn out to be bullies, but you won't do this because of your conscience. I think some people might find that quite difficult. Well, I think I think what people are worried about, and I, I understand the concern, is that this is going to be the start of barristers, as I say, that small part of the profession that don't pick and choose, starting to uh, pick and pick and choose clients for political reasons. That's not what we're talking about here. Solicitors have always been able to pick and choose. Uh, they, you know, they there are uh, law firms that pick one side. They always do police cases, or they always do cases against the police, um, and they choose on the basis of their their conscience and their interests and their specialisms to do that. Barristers obviously can't do that at the moment. But what we're saying is, in this situation where the rule of law is threatened by climate breakdown we will break this this specific rule in this specific case and because we've broken it and we don't want to undermine the profession as a whole okay. we'll refer ourselves and do the re responsible thing uh, which is to refer ourselves uh, to disciplinary proceedings okay waiting waiting patiently is andrew eborn here in the studio i just want you to respond to what monica has said there yeah a, a bit of clarity folks as a morning monica nice it's nice to see you on the other end of the line um a couple of things are you saying then that you won't prosecute people who have committed criminal offences? Uh, if they are uh, peacefully protesting... No, but, yes. but, it, but it is a criminal uh, offence. I wanted clarity on this. It is a criminal offence. Because there's, there's two yes. things. Is one is the freedom of speech. Everybody's got the right to protest about certain things within the law. What I want to clarify is that if somebody causes criminal damage, are you saying that you won't prosecute them? Uh, that's correct. Uh, okay. I mean, what we've that said is I have people to say, protest. I have to say, is was everybody's got the right to support all sorts of actions and protests about the environment. What you're then supporting, however, is criminal damage. Is that right? Well, specifically, what we're saying is that we wouldn't then prosecute. We would not put ourselves forward to prosecute but, those so, so it's the two things, though, isn't it, Monica? That's why I think it's clarity, because it's a slightly muddled story about representing them. Everybody's innocent until proven guilty. I'm, as you know, a barrister as well. And we're, we're servants, if you like, of the law. Our job is merely to represent the client, to put the best case. Justice is supposed to be blind. We're not supposed to be judge and jury, but merely to put forward the cases that we do. And as you rightly say, people pick and choose. What I wanted was clarity about your position in terms of what you're saying so you're not saying we're saying on the one hand of course support whatever you support about the environment and so on and so forth my objection is the criminal cases as a result of it so you're saying that actually you support those criminal acts is that right we're supporting the democratic right of peaceful protest and but indeed it, but it's, that not, but it's, not, it's not democratic yes. it's not it's, I not, mean, uh, it's not democratic is... if the law says it it is unlawful the, the, the democratic will of the people is that people are elected, they make laws, 
they then make the law to say this is illegal, surely the rule of law is important and more important than your protest. Well, we, we've seen, haven't we, that uh, the law is not keeping up with the climate emergency. Individuals are going out to protest. And yes, in many cases, those protests are, are not policed. But we know in many cases they, they, they are policed. Sometimes they are over-policed. We've seen the police crime and sentencing uh, bill, now the Public uh, Order Act, uh, coming into force, will, which will increasingly uh, criminalise uh, peaceful protests. And that, that that's... You know, let I'm not me, talking me, about me... protests which are like the, uh, okay. the, the what's going on and unfolding in, in France. Okay. We're, we're let, talking let me... about spraying paint on buildings and lying down in the road. Well where do you That's where do you where difference. do you draw the line? I mean if someone if someone lies down in the road and or causes criminal damage, or, or maybe a better example is, you know, you talk about uh, your belief that the climate change causes huge death and destruction. War, war also causes huge death and destruction. What about an anti-war protester who maybe glued themselves to the gates of the Ministry of Defence or chained themselves to a missile company's factory gates? That's something which is illegal, but also against something which causes huge death and destruction. Would you prosecute them for breaking the law? Uh, well, we, we, haven't, we haven't made a statement to that effect, if that... We're specifically focusing on the climate emergency because of the implications. Well, that, that sounds that to me like double standards, Monica. That, that mean, sounds to me like double standards. Sounds to me you haven't got this clear in your mind okay. because that's a very similar the the scenario I've given you. What about someone who's broken the law while protesting against the government's new immigration law, or chained themselves to a migrant holding centre, or stopped ambulances while standing up for the rights of of migrants? I mean, where do you draw the line here? Because Presumably, those are very those, well. Those are hypothetically those are very very similar activities to what climate protesters have been up to. Where do you draw the line? Well, as you will know, on Monday the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change published their 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 analysis. We're, we're on a in in the UN chief's uh, words a a climate highway to hell. It is an existential crisis uh, for all of our society, all societies everywhere, potentially, we need to tackle it urgently. You're not answering course, my question, Monica. Monica, issues. you're not answering my question. Where do you draw the line? Who do you represent? Who do you prosecute? And who do you not prosecute? Because if you're excusing people for climate protest, which seems, I hope I'm characterising you in the right way, you wouldn't prosecute them for that. What if they're protesting against the war? Are you, are you on Monday going to say... Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take part. I know not you personally, but the group of lawyers that you're part of. We're not going to prosecute someone who is protesting climate. But if that exact same person, for example, then chains themselves or glues themselves to the Ministry of Defence, would you prosecute them on Tuesday? Uh, well, subject to what I've said about the fact I'm not a criminal lawyer, yes, we are. Climate so, you, so you would prosecute group. exactly the same person for exactly the same activity, simply because it has a different outcome because they're protesting against war. But we can prosecute them. Yeah. But if they're but if they're protesting against climate change, we're not prosecuting them. I think I've made myself very clear. I don't think you have. We are, we, we we are. We I don't are, think you have at all. I'd love you to make yourself clear. Okay, on, maybe, on maybe, maybe I can help with the clarity. Monica, maybe I can just help with the clarity, because Peter's right, I don't think you've made yourself very clear. I think there's a difference between saying you support uh, the cause, if you like. What I object to is the way that you're enforcing that. So maybe I, if I pose the question a different way, what criminal activities should they be allowed to get away with, in your opinion? 
Uh, well, it's quite quite clear. We've said peaceful protest. So, uh, so, so, so which criminal is damage. Would be... So criminal damage. You wouldn't. You would agree it's against the law and they should be prosecuted. I'm I'm not a criminal law expert, as I've made very clear. Oh, but, but that's basic uh, criminal law. Page one, isn't it? Criminal damage. Protests. So criminal damage would not be okay in your book. You may be prosecuted for criminal damage for, I imagine, spraying paint on a building. So that wouldn't spraying be okay according peaceful. to what you're saying. Just so we get the clarity, and this will help all of us understand where your position is, you're saying that they should be prosecuted for criminal damage. I, I do not know what the definition is in, in well, spraying paint criminal, is criminal damage. damage. Because, spraying paint is on okay. Van Gogh painting. But I would say that spraying paint is 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 a peaceful protest, is it not? But, but if, it, if, it, if it satisfies the legal definition of a crime, are you saying they should be prosecuted? I, I think I, I did mention about five minutes ago that uh, we would we would not be acting to prosecute. No, no, I, I, Just let, her, let, her, let her speak, Andrew. Let her speak. Let Monica criminal speak. Criminal acts. We are saying that we will not prosecute criminal acts. So a criminal damage, if it is a non-violent, peaceful protest, uh, we we are saying, you know, we will not act against those climate protesters. If it's a peaceful, non-violent, civil disobedience action. So you say so non-violent. So if they're violent, would you act? No. Well, that 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 would fall outside the scope of the declaration. So, so you would represent somebody who was violent and they're breaching the law in a different way, then? Uh, yes, I think I've made myself clear that we're we're saying that it's in the interests of justice to generally accept briefs uh, for all all other types of case. We've made a very specific and uh, declaration. You can read it. It's on our website, lar.earth. Um, and we are saying that we're withholding our professional services specifically as set out in that declaration, not in any other case. Let me just put a final point to you, Monica, and I really want to make sure that you have your say here. Um, we've, we've had a text in here from Mary in County Down who says, War and civil conflict is a much bigger threat to people. It's causing millions to flee homes. It's causing huge poverty and hunger. It's causing mass migration, homelessness and disease. If I protest that, your lawyers would prosecute me. Uh, that that's correct. Yes, um, as as I say, we are making a specific stand on this issue as a matter of conscience. But I accept that um, wars do cause untold suffering, uh, but the climate crisis by the end of this century uh, will cause many, many magnitudes more deaths um, and, and disease and the breakdown of potentially civil society. Okay. Um, it's very clear. Please, please read the IPCC report. Okay. okay, Monica, we're just going to go to a break, but we've got a couple more seconds. I just want to make sure you absolutely have had your say here because we have a lot of opposition from people coming in here. I just want to give you another 30 seconds if you want to make a final point before we end the item, Monica. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, I'd just like to say that city solicitors are making millions um, from new fossil fuel projects. Uh, 1.62 trillion, according to Law Students for Climate Accountability dollars since 2017. Uh, those city solicitors need to be able to answer why they're still taking that work when uh, 2,800 people last year died. Uh, excess deaths from heat waves just in the UK. So if you're what, what, now what's your away, what's your what's your source for that? Uh, that was the ONS uh, statistics. They were published in October 2022.